Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. We've all heard the saying, dumber than a stump. That uh, saying actually comes from an old Norse saying or old high German for stumper or stumped, which basically means (laughs) something that's mutilated or blunt or dull. I personally think our youth in America are being trained to become dumber than a stump. Hey folks, welcome to Cut the Crap. Cut the Crap is an acronym for, well, crap. C-R-A-P, culture, race, and American politics. Because I believe when you mix culture, race, and American politics, we go to hell in a handbasket very fast. Have you heard about this term out there called white fragility? It's, you know, if you were born white, Uh, You're simply racist because you were born white. At the same time, with this white fragility, have you heard that uh, math, yeah, math, is racist? Many math professors at top colleges and universities, including Harvard, University of Illinois, Brooklyn College, have, well, pontificated that mathematics is rooted in white supremacy patriarchy, and white social construct. A professor at Brooklyn College basically says the idea of math being culturally neutral is a myth. And that something as simple as 2 plus 2 equals 4 reeks of white supremacist patriarchy. Yep, math has become... Racist. And ironically, universities all across the United States and now the globe are now entering the debate if mass is in fact racist. People say it's, you know, subjectism to ask whether if math is Western. It, it's not. Math has been around forever. But I've always said if you don't know your history, Well, you're doomed to repeat it. And so, why is, in this amazing world we live in, that you can find almost anything racist? Do you believe that math is racist? Do you believe that math is designed specifically for the white man? Or that data is driving inequality. How about this? There's a Seattle math teacher, Sharuda Sharudi. Yep, Sharuda Sharudi. She's using ethnic studies in her high school math course called Mathematics for Liberation. And she says that she enjoys teaching it through the ethnic study lens because it dismantles the toxic white culture of math classes. What's toxic? Math or ethnic study lens? 
Unfortunately, there's been books written about this. One of them is called Race to the Bottom. Our students, and in particular black math students, black Americans, are racing to the bottom of the pile. Now, the justification is it now that math is racist and that it's part of the white supremacy culture. And so the way that uh, you undo this is you've got to have a pathway to equitable math instruction. You have to understand that you've got to look at it differently if mathematics is undertaken by somebody's black or Latin or Latinx, as they say. Math is a very important part of our day. I, I hated math in school. Probably you did, too. You never thought you would need math. I'm not going to do that. I don't need math. But we've all quickly learned as adults, we definitely need math and to understand math. In fact, I think one of the things that has led to the demise of our society of egregious spending of trillion dollars going nowhere is because we've forgotten math. So is this, math is racist, is it being destroyed legitly, or is it, as they say, math upholds capitalist and imperialist ways of being, and so it's not serving our students? See, we've been targeted. Now they're calling math It's a new book, by the way, Weapons of Math Destruction. You heard me right, Weapons of Math Destruction. I personally believe that the mind in every person is the same. It has the same potential for me when we are taught or read in the Bible, that we're made in God's image. I don't mean that as a male or a female or a black man or a white man. It means we have the ability to create or destroy. Except now, we live in a society where excuses are the issue. See, some people say that uh, if you were to look at banking, And you were look at zip codes. People that live in a certain zip code may have higher insurance rates or higher loan rates. Is this because they're of a skin color? Or is this because the zip code is being destroyed by crime? Has a higher risk? Or is being destroyed by liberal policies? For me, the math is simple. You can make anything in the world seem racist. But at the end of the day, if our society eliminates math, as Canada has already started to do for its teachers, yes, even educators, are not required to pass a math exam. They do not have to be proficient in math to be able to teach our children. Is this a way to drive American greatness backwards? Is this a way to prep future generations for socialism? Is this a way to make the masses ignorant of the moves that the government takes with the very people who vote dollars, yes, your taxes, they take over our dollars? Is this a way to make Americans blind to the truth about waste? Or that our government is, well, bloated? We're going to look at this. If math is racist, and I'm going to tell you some things that universities are doing that might upset you. Hang tight. I will be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. 
Hey guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life and it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now, let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number one, you know, when we do this every 12 hours, we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me. And I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend, and it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely. Went to two my pillows. I'm asleep. I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours not getting to sleep. I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J O V A N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now, I can tell you, living honest to God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically gave him, given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com, your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you, if you cherish your sleep, you know that feeling when you just can't wait to get to bed and you lay down and you go, oh, man, and it's just the best part of your day and you want to wake up feeling great, I hadn't had that for decades until I decided to switch to my pillow, and I switched everything. Folks, do yourself a favor. Get your beautiful sleep back. Go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to find out you want all the things Mike is offering, and you want to help him fight for America, too, and this is how you do it. MyPillow.com. Promo code Jovan. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. Welcome back. We're talking about his math racist. I need to do a little bit of an education at the moment. You most assuredly have heard the term Board of Regents, a Board of Regents. A Board of Regents is an independent governing body that oversees a state's public colleges and universities. You see, all 50 states have governing bodies that oversee the administration of public education. A number of states call the body that administers the state college and university system, a board of regents. The word regent is an English term that originally meant ruler. In the British university system, a regent presided over academic debates. This association with higher education increased over time. Now, some states refer to their educational bodies as board of trustees, which suggests the type of role such as boards play in education. In a few states, including New York, the Board of Regents also oversees elementary and secondary education. Now, most Board of Regents, however, only deal with post-secondary educational institutions. Now, Board of Regents gains their authority from either the state constitutional provisions or statutes. See, states 
that create a board of regents through constitutional means grants these boards great political independence. For many states, uh, such a provision creates a, let's face it, a fourth branch of government. They're insulated from direct interference by a governor or a legislator. Board members, however, are selected by these branches. They are either nominated by the governor and confirmed by the legislator or elected directly by the legislator. Regents serve for specific terms of office and are selected as a at-large member or, should we say, drawn from particular regions of the states. Now, a board of regents has a number of duties that it must perform. It must do short-range and long-range planning. It must develop and articulate the vision and mission of the state's university system, hire and oversee the university's chief executive and other top leadership, and also make policy decisions. Now, regents are not expected to be involved in day-to-day administration, but they do serve on a standing committee that reviews all aspects of university life. This is your Board of Regents, and Board of Regents approve policies that actually may be challenged in courts. Now, this is very important to remember the power of a Board of Regents. Now, the reason I bring this up to you is there is a recent story that was run on national public radio. Think back to your college days if you went to college. Think back to most professions. See, college algebra is a requirement of most universities. But one in three college students fail the course. In Kansas, at this moment, the Board of Regents is actually exploring a new system that would align math requirements to a student's field of study. Now, this is not necessarily a bad thing. However, until you realize in this program, in this redo, Kansas universities may actually scrap algebra as a requirement simply because too many students fail it. On face, we have to ask the question, is this a failure of students? I don't think so. I think this is a failure of parents and instructors. I think parents, in general, left the education of their precious children exclusively up to educators. I'm one of them. We trust blindly that we're sending our children to great schools with great educators. But as we now know, because of the mandates and lockdowns, as we get a look inside education, we found out quickly that, well, our great educators were not really teaching the courses we thought they were teaching, They were actually politicizing and radicalizing our students. I heard the current mail-order maladministration selected, not elected, president's wife state that they create policy in school because policies create students. That's a profound statement. It's basically saying that the student does not come in with a set of values or tools or even ethics or ideology that when they go to school, policies end up deciding who that child is. I think we're seeing this every day that that child 
is getting left by the wayside and our school systems at all levels are not turning out educated Americans, but are turning out liberal activists. Do you think any university system should scrap a course simply because too many students fail the basic course? Reports say that one in three Kansas students fail college algebra the first time around, and it takes them several times before they get a pass. They say that many drop out because they get frustrated altogether. And then they say, when that happens, that cuts into the university graduation rates. That may be the issue. The teachers, the system is set up to graduate students and not to graduate students who have been educated. And so when the goal only becomes to graduate them, not to educate them, I think that possibly our system is failing us. So let's do a deep dive as to what would happen if our university systems started getting rid of math. Hang tight. I'll be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your Ph.D. in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. You know that uh, our nation is suffering right now with this mail-order maladministration that's been selected, not elected, and put in the White House. It makes our future look bleak financially, especially when you consider 47, yes, $47 trillion has vaporized in our stock market. Additionally, this administration has printed... More money in the last two years than the previous hundred years combined. That's a big problem. Now, if you want to play it safe and you want to protect your family, you need to think about your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings account, okay? This is a big geopolitical deal. You need to check out JovanLovesGold.com. Yes, JovanLovesGold.com, and I do. Now, here's why you need to do it. This is not about you buying gold. Get it straight. This is about you can make a move, just a financial move, a lateral move. You're not liquidating your retirement or anything like that. You're just making your move to switch it from the markets to fixing it in gold. Gold has lasting value. You need to lock it in. If you will reach out to jovanlovesgold.com, that's jovanlovesgold.com. And by the way, there's a $10,000 incentive to do it because if you qualify, you might get $10,000 more added to your account in silver from our partners at Gold Co. You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, you know in this day and age that you can check for your title online. You can check your ownership online. Hell, uh, even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home and then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days, you don't even know it, and all of a sudden, somebody 
has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's $100 value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. People can do this online right now. When they're stealing our voting records and they're stealing databases and credit card information, they're going to find your home. And you don't know it till it's gone, till it's after the fact, and you've lost your asset. Do yourself a favor, hometitlelock.com forward slash Jovan, promo code Jovan. Get the $100 value free, no obligation home title report. That's it. Titlelock.com forward slash Jovan. Folks, do it now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. We're back, and we're talking about is math racist? I'm talking about are we destroying our children's minds? Are we teaching our children that if they complain enough or fail too much, that it's not really their issue, that it's just, well, that course is too hard and you've got to get rid of it? I believe a lot of this is happening. Now, this Kansas Board of Regents is considering what they call an alternative requirement, such as statistics or quantitative reasoning under what's called its, well, a math pathways program, quantitative reasoning or quantitative skills or quantitative thinking are skills that enable one to solve problems with numbers. Well, the quantitative skills definition includes having skills in number operations, algebraic, geometric, trigonometry, etc., and numerical calculations. So why the word salad? It's kind of the same thing. Well, it's because they're going to divide them up into lesser meaning programs. Let's look at this from the top. See, algebra has traditionally been the default math requirement for most college degrees, meaning you're not going to get a college degree. You can't even take the college courses until you take basic algebra. Algebra is designed to prepare students for calculus rather than for the math many types of students need in their jobs or their lives or their majors. And this is the contention point. Wait a minute. Algebra is just for calculus, and most people aren't going to do calculus. Well, the question is, at this time when Board of Regents are cutting programs out because they just need people to graduate, not graduate educated, what comes next? Does all math go away because it's racist? This is what's happening at the same time. High failure rates in both college level and developmental math doesn't mean the courses are too hard. It means our system is simply not working. It means that as they pack more students in a classroom, because it is a tax racket, let's face it, and one teacher is trying to cater to 35 students in a 45-minute class, well, you can do the simple math and see they don't really have any time to do one-on-one teaching. And you know what? Every student wants one-on-one teaching. There are many teachers in my family and close friends. I hear them talk about this all the time. They talk about that the students have learned just to lean on one-on-one teaching. They won't look for themselves. They won't read for themselves. And even though you just spent the time explaining what to do, 
everybody wants one-on-one time for you to tell them again what to do and then to show them. I think this is the type of coddling that has hurt our system. We've lowered our standards. See, these high failure rates in both college level or developmental math, what happens is algebra kind of works as the functioning gatekeeper to higher education for students that are not majoring in a math-heavy field. I can see some adjustments. What I cannot see is the merging of math is too hard and math is racist. When a system is only there to graduate a student versus graduate an educated student, the system fails us. See, we are finding that when these students cannot complete math requirements, they are less likely to go on. And it's not just going on to additional education Maybe that student doesn't need additional education. But why are we not looking at the developmental process of how the student got there in the first place? Now, they want to replace algebra with something they're calling math pathways. And it typically includes statistics quantitative reasoning, which I just read to you, and algebra alternatives at both the developmental and college levels. But isn't it just a new way to relabel math or to give students a way out, to give professors or teachers a way out? As a matter of fact, I mentioned earlier that in Ontario, Canada, that Ontario public schools no longer require incoming teachers to pass a basic math proficiency test. Why is this? They say that they found racial disparities in the passage rate. And so the Ontario Superior Court of Justice ruled that math proficiency test MPT requirements are unconstitutional after finding that it impaired non-white teacher candidates and that government schools did not do enough to address the MPT-related racial inequity. Now, let me ask you a question. Not too long ago, the dean of a very prestigious university said that men's brains were different than women's brains. That men had certain capacities for things that women didn't. Scientifically, that has been proven for different things, not everything. But that dean was run out of the system simply by saying, the brains are different, therefore you must teach the brains different. It was all based on, wait a minute, everybody's equal. You can't say a guy can do what a woman can't, which was not his point. Let's go back to this. If in Ontario they're saying that math basically impairs or has racial disparities, aren't they saying that the race that they're pointing out is in fact somewhat deficient? Why is that not racist? And in fact, how do they get away with saying, well, because of that person's ethnic origins or melanin in their skin, we should not expect the same of them. See, I find that highly racist. In fact, we can go to India where people have much more melanin in their skin and find math acumen among the everybody off the charts. So aren't we just making excuses in the system? See, this may be part of the color revolution, the destruction of America that's being introduced through our 
educational systems. Here's some other points. College algebra, this comes from Kansas, is listed as a freshman level math requirement at most major universities, most of them. And it's designed to prepare students, they say, for calculus. But only about 20% of majors require higher level math. So the question is, and this is what they're considering, the regents in Kansas want to consider a system where math requirements would align with a student's major. Typically, it would give them also the power to eliminate it. They want to incorporate alternatives, statistics, etc. And they say that they followed Georgia State University, which adopted this approach, along with other changes, and that it has boosted its graduation rate by five percentage points in the last seven years. I think I could probably get a better graduation rate than 5%. Because, see, we could just eliminate math and literature and any of the STEM products, science, technology, education, and math, and we could just do efficient selfie-taking or how to be a social media influencer, how to purse your lips correctly, how to suck in your cheeks. 25 different ways standing in the same position, slightly moving to make it look like a different photo for the most efficient social media posting. Well, you know what? I could probably get the graduation rate up probably 100 or more percentage points. That's why I'm saying graduation rate is not the issue. The issue is we should be educating students. We should be inspecting what we expect. We're putting out a generation of supposed high school and college graduates that are like I said at the beginning of the program, dumber than a stump, that are useless, that are lost, and it's because they are lost that they end up being useless because they do not know what to do. They have no critical thinking skills. They can be held by the hand. They can be shown a short video on how to protest and carry a sign, and they'll get it perfectly. What they can't do is have a discussion of the merits of the protest or why the saying that is painted on their sign actually makes a difference. That's the difference between just graduating a student or educating a student. Unfortunately, since funding is tied directly to graduating students versus educating students, this is where our government has failed us. It is the unintended consequences of expecting nothing. It is the unintended consequences of everybody should just get along. Oh, it's not fair to fail a student. Now, you know what is currently fair in our educational system? Let the student be a driven student and let that student be an outspoken conservative student. And you will find professors will readily fail those students who are proficient just because they don't have the same ideas or thoughts that the professor does. Hang tight for my final comments coming up right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. 
Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep on pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know, all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthet synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called Field of Greens. You may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this, you just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them, they're organic, they're wonderful, in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change, too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair, is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So, what I'm doing is I take Field of Greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash Jovan. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovan and use Jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. We're talking about the time in history when we as a public are living in a life and a system when there is less and less expected of us. The same time that colleges and universities are teaching that math is in fact racist, and at the same time that everything is becoming heavily dependent upon government, and in that system, well, dumb is efficient. Dumb gets you the tax dollars. Why? Because our universities have turned into a, pardon the pun, numbers crunching machine. See, they have to get the numbers right. They have to know how many kids they get through the system as a graduated label on them so they can get that tax money. But it has nothing to do with whether that child's proficient we're using Kansas because the Kansas Board of Regents is considering this. This Board of Regents is over six state universities and 32 public higher education institutions. 
That basically means six uh, state universities, one municipal university, and 19 community colleges, and six technical colleges. How can we fix this in the United States of America? Well, if you were to take all Republicans and put them in one room as a voting block, and you were to take all Democrats and put them in one room as a voting block, there is still one voting block that is larger and more influential than either of those two. Even if you put both of those together, Democrats and Republicans, into one block, it is still parents that are the largest politically influential body in the United States of America. We're going through a time when parents have been distracted. We are coming out of a system where we now have our eyes open. Two things happened to us, folks. The pandemic, we saw what our children were being taught, and the horrific outcome of the 2020 elections, and now the 2022 elections, where even our, well, face it, government officials, they can't even count ballots. Now you see why it's advantageous to have a dumbed-down population? It's all part of a plan, folks. If we are going to correct this, if we are going to save the United States of America, we're going to have to raise our standards. College officials should not be dropping algebra is a requirement because minorities are failing it. I do not believe that skin color forces anyone to not understand math. And in fact, some of the most proficient math experts in the world and historically are people of color. Experts, women, people of color put a man on a moon. Now think about that for a minute. The ladies that did the math to get Apollo to the moon did it on the equivalent of a handheld calculator, folks. In fact, your mobile phone is about 200,000 times more efficient and ability to process computing than the computer that they actually got men landed on a moon. And those women of color did it. And they did it by hand. And they did it with their skill sets. Somewhere along the way, in this great divide of America, I believe we have allowed excuses for our students. I believe the horrible crutch that has, in fact, crippled our nation is the ugly crutch of racism. You see, if you tell a child that your skin color is what is keeping you back, or, son, you're never going to make it because your skin color, there, you're just never going to do it, eventually the child will begin to believe you. I have never understood a political party like the Democrats that basically tells people of color you can't succeed, you can't do better, you can't have, you can't thrive, and you can't live free without us deciding what you do. I believe it's the politicians who are the racist ones. I believe it is politicians that sold that sad sack of a story to incredible Americans, and they have poisoned the minds of millions upon millions of Americans who just happen to have a little more melanin in their skin. So for me, I don't think math is racist. I don't think math is a white construct. What I believe is a political party decided that they needed to control what they labeled 
as minorities. A political party that says they're for everyone, but cannot embrace the fact that that person of color is only an American. No, they've got to divide, put them in little squares and boxes, give them a new label, tell them they're oppressed, and then say, we'll save you. When in fact, at the political level, it's no different than at the academic level. It's just a numbers game. See, the politicians, just like the academics, know that that head in the classroom is worth money. So they're going to get them in the classrooms. They just get more money if they graduate them. But they do not want those graduating smart. They want them dumb. They want them dumbed down to control them. And this is why math is not racist, but it does expose the numbers racket. We need to tell them all to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement, the right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut Cut the the crap. crap. I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail order maladministration government. We have selected, not elected. I'm encouraging you just try out two things that I'm doing to stay ahead of the, the stress, which feels like it's killing us besides killing our nation. Do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You're going to change your pillow and sheets anyway and get new ones. Why don't you support an American company, an American cause? If they'll use your promo code Jovan, you're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Jovan. I'm telling you. I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition. Do yourself a favor. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan there. Think about this. All your vitamins and stuff you need. Full spectrum essential vegetables and fruits. It's vegetables and fruits. That's it. It's powdered. Very finely powdered. One scoop. I mean, you can even eat the stuff. You can sprinkle it on cereal. You can use it in baking. It's your vitamin in powder form. Instead of pooping out the pill form, which does no good for your body, take it in the powder form. One scoop, put it in water, shake it up, boom, boom, 10 minutes are done. But I'm telling you, I can feel it immediately when I do it. I can feel my body going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Imagine how well I'm doing with great sleep and great vitamins. It's about the only way I'm keeping up with this horrible stress in my life with the audits and election integrity. Do me a favor, go to fillthegreens.com. Your first order, use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off. And if you do a regular shipment, you'll get another 10% off. Do it now, folks. Take care of yourself.